What's up, buds? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yep. And uh, a lot of it. Talked yeah. about that in our last episode. Yeah, and know. so now we're going to present you guys with, as always, some news and rumors to get the right. episode started right. out here on this beautiful Wednesday. Hopefully, right. it's beautiful where you are. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, it's beautiful so, here on Wednesday, too. That's true. We'll find out on Wednesday, yeah. I guess. We're recording this in the past. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're in the future. You're totally in the future. It's the future now. And now. Um, okay, so, news and rumors. Uh, first news out of this weekend, uh, we talked about a couple weeks ago. Yes. Um, Adam Cole. Bebe. Bebe has, uh, defeated Walter at Evolve. Yeah. For the North American Championship. Yep. Um, well, there went my idea Mm -hmm. of Walter winning and coming in hot like that. It'd been cool. It would've been cool. Yeah. Um, might be too early for something like that. But I think it needs should happen at some point where something like that happens. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. You know, it would make those title defensives more mysterious. Meaningful, meaningful. right, because they actually could change. Exactly. Right? It's the same reason you get a house cha- house show change once every couple years. Like They could even do it least. on, like, three six-month contract deals where you give them yeah. the belt and bring them in for three months, and then they go make their rounds in Japan or wherever or they're something. going after that. Yeah, something like that. Um, but I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, so, next, uh, Charlotte Flair is in the new ESPN body issue. Okay. Um, I don't know if you saw any of the pictures or anything. I saw that she was going to be, that she did it, that Uh she did the photo shoot back a couple weeks ago or whenever it happened, but mm-hmm. I have not seen the f- the photos yet, okay. as of yet. Yeah, like, her and Stephanie were posting pictures on Twitter. That's okay. where I saw it. Um, I haven't been on Twitter today, honestly. It was, this was like Wednesday or uh, Thursday. I'm um, it's been a crazy week. Yeah, but either way. Because Wednesday uh, I was in practice, I probably missed it. It got shuffled yeah. so far down my feet. Um. I mean, yeah. Have you seen the body issues before? Like, yeah. The, yeah, they're all naked. Right. You don't see anything but her butt. Right. But um, right, they're tasteful. But yeah. Right. She has like no butt, pancake butt. Fair enough. Just saying. Looks like uh, not every baby's got back. So. Right. I think it was the picture of uh, Hank Hill's butt. You know that <laughs> they were comparing it to that. That's awesome. It, yeah. It, you know the exact picture I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Um, so I've seen my King of the Hill in my day. Right. Uh but yeah. But good for her. She's the first wrestler to be yeah. in the body issue. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. I when I, I read that when she did the photo yeah. shoot, so I thought that was neat. Mm-hmm. Um I'd forgotten about it though until just now. Right. Yeah. Uh so Kevin Owens, I don't know if you've noticed on Twitter recently, he uh has a big thing for Shania Twain. Like, yes. she's his yes. favorite. Yes, I had this on my... Uh, oh, did you? Yeah, I had yeah. this on my list, too. She's so. in his favorite singer, so uh, they pulled his. I think his wife pulled some strings and got him to be on stage during the concert, and she, she sang, sang to him. him. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty cool. I saw the clip. Um, yeah. I'm not a big fan of her music, but he either. was genuinely happy to be in that... I didn't believe place. it was her at first. She yeah, she looks kinda, way different than she yeah, used to look. I haven't different. seen her in uh, quite a few a decade or so. At least, 
Man, yeah. she's changed. It might be even 15, 20 years the last time I've seen her. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't look the but same. But KO seemed know. happy, so yeah, that's all Oh, yeah, he was super stoked. Yeah. I mean, they're both Canadian, so Canadians love Canadians. That's true. That's the thing. Right. Mm. Truth. All right, what else? Um, WWE released some press releases this week for the new TV deals. Uh, I was on yours also. Yeah, yeah, of course it was. Of course, I told you all mine. Um, you're probably gonna have because yeah. they were all pretty big deal. Right, this is a um, big deal too. Yeah, so this was huge. Yeah, stock skyrocketed again. They're up over seventy dollars now. Yeah, it was like um, seventy two the last time I saw. Yeah, it. I'm crazy. still kicking myself for not buying in at twenty. Yeah, uh, a little less than a year ago. Yeah. I'm pissed. But Some cash money, man. I know. I did the math and I'd be sitting in it like, yeah, it's like. Yeah. 300% right. profit. It's ridiculous. But anyway, um, uh, so WWE sent yeah. out a tweet from their official WWE right. account announcing that SmackDown Live Smackdown is going to officially air on October um, whatever. 29th? Of 2019. Yeah. On the Fox Network, Fox as we Network. all know. And it is their flagship program. Flagship program. Um, so that's cool that they did that. Um it shows that they're going to put a lot of effort into it. Uh, but then about an hour later or so, they tweeted out their deal with NBCUC Universal yes. or in the USA Network yes. and said that Monday Night Raw, their flagship program, was going to be on USA for the next five years. I mean, they've got enough programs now. They can have two That's flagships. Add two flagships mm-hmm. at one point with Stone Cold Steve Austin and Dwayne Johnson. Right. And nobody was bitching about that, so let them have two yeah. flagships, man. And now... Let them go, are, man. Let them rain. Yeah. Give me A-shows every day. And now there are rumors uh, that there are talks with Fox to bring NXT to Fox Sports 1. I did not see that. Yeah. Uh, to Fox Sports I mean, 1? To Fox Sports 1. So... You know, one I mean, they still probably channels. draw a bigger crowd than what they get just on the network. So yeah, most likely. Or I'd probably still watch know. it on the network. Yeah, I probably would too. But it's easier I for mean, me if, to achieve. Yeah, if they get even, I don't know, hundred million dollars to put them on there, it's worth it. It's worth it. You know, especially if they can pre-tape it. If they want it live, I don't like the idea. I don't think they'll do it if it's live. Yeah. I hope because the whole way the whole NXT model works is they need right. to tape four to six episodes at a time. Right. And I, I mean, I hope that's what happens. But if Fox offers them enough money, a half a billion dollars. They'll do it. Yeah. Well, the other thing to keep in mind is that NXT loses money for them. Right. So, like, if they're going to do it live, it, it's at least going to have to bring NXT to a break-even point. Yeah. After the cost of doing a live production right. as opposed to the tape production. Cause tape but you figure, you know, when you... When you figure out your budgets and stuff, you always put in for training. That's basically what NXT is. True. That's your training budget. I know. Um, I'm just saying. but I guess that's valid because I put in to lose money. Right. Cause yeah, because you always lose money during training. Uh, well, but I mean even long term because yeah. eventually you make you get a return on your investment. Right. Your investment in training the person. You get right. a return on that Hopefully. eventually. You should. Hopefully. That's what you want. Right. Well, obviously. I, I don't want to loss on my investment. Right, which most people part. don't want. Anyway, um, sorry, we're getting... Yeah, we're, yeah that's business things. Um, we're not at work, man. <laughs> right. So, um, 
SmackDown was in Japan this weekend, mm-hmm. and there were some fun videos and pictures going around of Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, Becky Lynch, uh, Harper, and Aiden English. It looks like they're having a good time. Uh, <clears throat> driving, a very dressed up as Mario characters, <laughs> driving Mario karts around fucking Tokyo. Like, that was pretty dope. Yeah, they're having fun. Uh, they're I having remember, tons of fun. was it? Xavier was Wario... Think I don't remember who all was. Who, so this is a was, good. This is was really. I don't fun. remember who was who either. I can. I. Yeah. I wonder still. That, that we would should be go dope. to Japan and play Mario Kart. I would up. love to go to Japan. I'd love to go to Tokyo. We should dress up as the wrestlers who were in the Mario Kart. Okay. Like. Well, this is a good place for me to jump <laughs> in with. Uh, I just don't have a name for my thing. You have uh, your stoked quarter, Daryl's dinghy, and Darryl's uh, yeah, Daryl's dinghy, and. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about, I saw a video today of virtual reality Mario Kart. Nice. So you, you know, right. move your hands like it's a steering wheel uh-huh. and your feet for yeah. gas and whatever. I guess there's sensors attached to them or mm-hmm. you're holding some kind of controllers or something. But like when you go over like the question mark blocks, you mm-hmm. hold your hand up to get one and that holds the item. Nice. And then you can actually like throw the shells like at people and like look at them and throw it That'd as you're driving. Like, Yeah. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, I did see that they're going to use... You can now use the Labo motorcycle yes. thing to play Mario yes, Kart. Yes, I saw that too. That's pretty dope too. Yeah, that could be fun. Mm-hmm. Especially like it's uh, if you use one of the motorcycle... Right. Yeah. Like I use the Caterpillar that has that like motorcycle like, yeah. or four-wheeler style right. handlebars so it would work. But yeah. I don't think a normal cart it would be as much fun. Right. It wouldn't look the same. Yeah. I mean, I always use the bikes anyway. All right, so. and that's it for Daryl's Dean. There you go. Darryl's I don't Dean. know if that's the real name yet. It's yeah, just a weird title. Daryl's. Because BJ Stoke Corner is kind of hard to compete with. Yeah. Maybe Buds um, can send us something at Twitter at BudsWW uh, and let us yeah. know. Or send me something at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore guns on Twitter and tell me what you think it should be. Well, since you did that, I guess I'll talk about... Uh, We'll do BJ Stoke Corner next anyway. So, okay. Uh, I do want to say, you know, uh, today, yesterday, yesterday here. Yes. Five days in the past for you guys. Um, but the new Gorillaz album came out. Yeah. The, uh, was it the Now Now? The Now Now. Um, way better than the last one. Way better than Humans. Really good album. Feels like the Gorillaz. Um, it was really chill. It was. It was super chill. Super chill. It was probably their most chill album from beginning yeah, to end. Like, for sure. We listened yeah, to it like drive in and it was just and, a very relaxed, mm-hmm. chillaxed car ride going to pick the kids up yesterday. Yeah, it's perfect. The so if you guys get a chance to check it out, definitely yeah, do so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty dope. I recommend it. Um, all right, so back to news and rumors. Yeah. Uh, this week marked a very special anniversary. Mm-hmm. One where... Uh, in 1998, Mankind was thrown off the Hell in a Cell by The Undertaker. 20th anniversary. 20 years ago. Delete. It's crazy to think about. Um, yeah, it was all over Reddit this week. Like, front yeah, it page, was. Oh, yeah, it different was. Different subreddits. Yep. Um, it was fun. The one guy, and I can't think of his name right now, but he always ends his comments by saying uh, something, something, something. Like in 1998 when Mankind got thrown off the top of the yeah, hill right, right. by Undertaker. And he said it like all the time. WWE actually sent him 
like this big commemorative like, I saw that on Reddit. Yeah, that was yeah. Dope. So I thought that was really yeah, cool. Yeah, me too. Um, because yeah, I and I went and read through some. They're of his doing more cool stuff hilarious. like that, building they relations are. with people because like they're mm-hmm. sending baseball teams, like championship yeah. teams, belts and and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, really that, cool to see that kind of shit. Yeah, I love that. They're doing more community that. stuff. Well, they're the doing way more they charity their, shit. Like, mm-hmm. well, the fact that they made their own Reddit username. Right. I mean, they're on Reddit, which is just you wouldn't think about. But yeah, it's dope. No, they've got. They just, do have somebody very intelligent running their social media oh, yeah. campaign, like for sure. But telling the wrestlers, they're not like Wendy's good, but no. <laughs> but think about how much more Wendy's has to run one account. Yeah. WWE has to worry run. about every account oh, they yeah. have, the side accounts that mm-hmm. look like fake accounts, wrestlers accounts, like yeah. everything. Yeah. Oh and yeah, they got like, a lot. I don't imagine I could be as creative <clears throat> as Wendy's either if that's what I was managing. That's true. That's if I was managing Wendy's account, yeah, yeah they have a very broad reach exactly with all that that's the difference there um, but nonetheless yeah they're not anyway, as good as Wendy's back to the Hell in Cell historic moment historic yes. match it was um, awesome I, yeah I deleted I mean, that off my list that's probably one I had that the, one too yeah that was probably one of the most watched clips of all time in wrestling I mean mm-hmm. that Hogan Andre like it's um you know <clears throat> like obviously this has happened in 1998, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I was aware that wrestling was not real. Yeah. Um, this is the first time I questioned reality in a wrestling ring after uh-huh. knowing wrestling wasn't real. Yeah. Like, the thing is, to me, the table spot looked more real than going through the cage. Which was real. <laughs> And going through the cage was real, and going through the table spot they right. had planned. Right. So that's the difference there. Mm-hmm. That was crazy to me. And then for him to get up, to come back after that table and come back, and then mm-hmm. to go through the cage and still get up and pull out thumbtacks. Yeah. Before he finally goes down for a three count. It's crazy. He cemented himself as a mm-hmm. legend and Hall of Famer. That oh night. yeah. That's the night he cemented himself. Did you watch himself. the little ten minute video WWE put out this week on it? It was really good. I'll have um, to check that out. I yeah, some it. new interviews. Sorry, I shook my head. No, you, you buds can't hear that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. Where do I want to go? Sorry. Next? My water bottle's like super squishy for some reason. Uh, so, Mrs. Wife, Maurice. Yes, Maurice. Has officially become a U.S. citizen. Yes. Which, uh, funny thing, one, I didn't know she wasn't already. Yeah, I didn't either. I kind of figured once they got married... That she would have taken care of that, too. Sooner, yeah, yeah, I figured so, too, but no. No. I think it's because now, you know, they have a daughter. She's a citizen. Right. She was born here. So she's a citizen, so, yeah. Yeah, about time. But good for her. Agreed. Uh, we gained a good one, I guess. She seems all right. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Enzo Amore, in an interview this week, said that... The reason him and Cass never got the belts in NXT was because Triple H said that they would fuck it up. Mm-hmm. That was with uh, Steve Austin. Steve Austin was it? Yeah, it was on Steve Austin okay. podcast. It was actually a really good. Like I didn't. Th- I thought it was gonna be like oh, I'm gonna be like oh, all right. I'm gonna give it like five minutes, and if I can't stand Enzo, I'm just gonna turn yeah. it off. I listened to the whole thing. It yes. was really good. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't listened to it. I might have to go back and do that. But yeah, he had that, and he had. Uh, 
a replay of his interview with Leon White, aka nice. Vader, nice. in honor of yeah. you know Vader's passing. Right. We That's talked about last week, which you can find in the in the Bud Bud Kives. Bud Kives. So check that out. Bud Kives. Bud Kives. Everybody check out the Bud Kives. Woo. Okay. Woo. Um. <laughs> But yeah, he, uh, little did we know, Triple H was totally right. Yeah, he was. I mean, at the end of the day, they both he, fucked it up pretty did. bad. Yeah. Now so, neither of them are there, so that's what right. that's all about now. Yeah. So how about that? Um. So there's been on and off rumors, and I hate bringing it up, but on and off rumors again of Brock Lesnar not competing mm-hmm. at SummerSlam. Yep, I've been seeing those too. I didn't write that one down because I knew I wouldn't forget it. Like, at this point, I'm just done with this belt. Let's have a new belt. Do something. Or something. Or my idea where Braun goes to Saskatchewan mm-hmm. and beats him up and takes it. Like, something. At least now, the Intercontinental belt's on the show. Exactly. On I mean, yeah. And that's the thing. We, we've said it a million times. The Intercontinental title belts. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. The most important belt mm-hmm. on that program, by far. Um, I just think it's bullshit. I don't understand what they gain by not having it at SummerSlam. Like, what are they gaining from this at all? It's not making Brock Lesnar look better. No, it's not it making him, him feel any more yeah. like a special event or an attraction. I mean, it could be other reasons, but I don't know. Maybe so, he got hurted. Maybe he's just a bitch. Mm. <laughs> Pussy. Pussy. Um, alright, so I have a couple more. Sweet. Um I skip. I only have one more at this point. Okay. Um so there is a I think this is the last one. Um that a r- rumor that takeovers possibly starting in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Survivor Series one uh, will start an hour earlier. Oh, okay. I wonder why. Yeah. I'm not sure. Are they going to extend an hour? Or are they just no. changing the whole... Just Yeah, they said that they were going to push it more to three hours instead of the two and a half. But they're going to start in an hour earlier start to an do hour so. Earlier. Yeah. So to go to seven to ten Eastern time. I'd be okay with that. I would prefer that. Yeah, me too. Honestly, I I, mean, I wish every WWE show ago. ended at ten o'clock. Right, we Eastern said it a couple time. weeks ago. I'd rather the pre-show for Mania start at two o'clock, mm-hmm. and main show at four, and go ahead and run four to nine or ten. Right, like that's fine. Yeah, but West Coast is why they don't do it. I know, but I mean, you figure what the Super Bowl starts at six, right? Like even six o'clock to. Well, it is going to start at 6 o'clock. Fuck. Right. That's the thing. Yeah, they need to start at 4. Exactly. Fuckers. Um, yeah, that's all I got for news and rumors. Uh, the only other thing I had was I saw a rumor, uh, actually, at two different times this week from two different websites, and I wish I would have captured them site to site. I don't remember what they were, so... And take this as a rumor, so take it with a grain of salt as with all. But rumors are that WWE is highly considering Seth Rollins to be the man to dethrone one Brock Lesnar when it does happen. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I saw about that, I saw Meltzer said that's who he wants. I have saw Meltzer said that's who he wants, too. Yeah. But, that's yeah. the only thing I've seen of that, but um, I'm totally okay with it. Same. Like... 
Yeah. He's the one that beat him before. Mm-hmm. And him and Goldberg, he can be like his kryptonite. Yeah, that would be cool. And I'd be fine with it. Just propel him straight right. to the top. I'm a, I'm, I am a-okay with this whole thing. I mean, in my opinion, Seth Rollins, and I don't understand why they don't see it. Seth Rollins can be the new face of the company, and mm-hmm. they just don't see it. Mm-hmm. And they keep pushing Roman. Right. If you push Seth properly. They love Roman, though. I mean, I get it. Except they don't. That's why they're keeping Brock Lesnar away from him, just to piss Roman off, because they hate him and they love Brock. All right. So, so then if that's it, we're going to move on to New Japan, I'm guessing? Yep. We have some blocks to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. G1 tournament coming up here, uh, end of this month throughout August. Yep. Um, Basically, for those buds who don't know out there, um, the way this tournament works, there's block A, block B. And there are 10 people mm-hmm. in each block. Yep. 20 total competitors. Twenty, Yeah, 20 total competitors. See, I can't math. Everybody. I'm better at arithmetic, though. Yeah. That's what I was taught in elementary. Mm. Unlike kids these days, taught math instead. I know. Mathematics. Com- common core mathematics. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Um, <laughs> so, the way it works is, yeah, the 10 people in each block, each person faces every other person right so you have nine matches throughout the, the tournament month of August, basically. and so basically there's 18 <clears throat> 19 nights uh block a will go one night block b will go the next then they do six man tags within those right to fill out the tag rest teams of the card. or whatever yeah. to fill out the rest of the card other matches um yeah and then you get points based on if um, you win if you win yeah, if you, I think it's if you win, you get two points. If you draw, you each get a point. And, and if you, you lose, lose, you get zero, right? And then whoever has the most points in out of block A faces whoever has the most points out of block B. Absolutely. At the at the climax, the climax. G1 climax. Uh, Which is another August, big show that they have, right? It's right. another big New Japan show. Um, and then whoever wins that gets the automatic title at... New Japan's equivalent to WrestleMania, Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom, Kingdom. Mm-hmm. on July 4th in the Tokyo Superdome um, against whoever's the champion at that time. January 4th. What did I say? July. Oh, not July. January. Yeah. Sorry. They were both... Sorry, I wanted to fix it. I get it. I just wanted to fix it for the buds. So no, I understand. Yeah, to watch the not... Wrestle Kingdom this week. Yeah, it's not this Coming week. Up. It's in June, January. See, Actually, today. Today, because this comes out on June 4th. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. July so they're going to be like, oh, sweet, that's what I meant. July See, now 4th. I'm saying a different one, too. Yeah. All, these All right, we're not good with months. months. Um, but anyway, Fuck so that's hours. the whole point of it. So basically, we're just going to go through uh, each block, see which matches we're most excited for, yes. and pick who's going to win each who's block gonna and who's going to win block? the tournament Me. Uh, overall. So in block A this year, mm-hmm. we have Hiroshi Tanahashi, mm-hmm. who is our junior heavyweight champion. Yes, sir, he is. Um, we have Toji Maccabee. Okay. Um, Michael Elgin. Sweet. Uh, Okada. Mm-hmm. Jay White. Okay. Yoshihashi. Okay. Bad Luck Fale. Okay. Hangman Page. Okay. Evil. Okay. And Minoru Suzuki. Oh. Right? I mean, um, I mean, in my opinion, the first match that sticks out is Suzuki oh. and Okada. Evil. Oh, yeah. Right. Suzuki and Evil could be... I was thinking Suzuki and Okada. Yeah, that would be good. Um, Tanahashi and Okada. mm -hmm. 
I'm curious to see what Tanahashi and Paige can do. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Um, Tanahashi and Okada would be fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Um, For sure. Yeah. I don't care about Elgin. I've said this before. I know. I think him and Evil and him and him and Suzuki could have a good match too. Yeah. Big guy and Suzuki. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Who do you think wins um, Block A? Block A, I do believe, is going to be Okada. I do too. Yeah. Yeah, I um, think Okada's going to get this one. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. For, yeah. So yeah, I do think it's going to be Okada. That's going to be fun, so, man. That's going to be like, mm-hmm. there's going to be some neat matchups there too and yeah. some really interesting, yeah. like Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi and Mike Elgin. Yeah, those would be interesting. Bad Luck Fale and Tanahashi. Yeah. Uh, Yoshihashi and I mean, uh, Jay White. Suzuki. Jay White and Okada, because they're yeah. both in chaos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That'll be interesting. It'll be fun. Too. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Block B. B. We have Juice Robinson. Yes. Juice, Juice, Juice. Hiroki Goto. Goto. Okay. Ishii. Okay. Toriano. Okay. Kenny Omega. Okay. Kota Ibushi. Okay. Tama Tonga. Okay. Naito. Okay. Sonata. Right. And Zack Sabre. Oh, man, I'm way more excited for Block B. Mm-hmm. I, almost every matchup in Block B. Wow, it's going to um, be phenomenal. Yeah. I they mean, obviously... Block B. Yeah. Obviously, Omega and Ibushi is... It's the match the I'm most excited Lover. about. Yeah, the Golden When Lovers you said those guys fight. in the same block is dope. Mm-hmm. I think this one ends up a draw. That's my thought. Between the two of them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, anybody could win that one too. Yeah, Naito and Omega, Zack Saber Junior and Omega, Naito and everybody else on that list. Ishii and Yano got to fight each other. Yeah, That's that could be, be fun. fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean Juice Robinson against any Juice Robinson, Zack Saber Junior. That could be. Good. We're gonna see Juice Robinson face Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Juice Robinson could be coming in holding the U.S. title too. That's true. So. And one thing I forgot to mention, if a champion loses at any time, that person uh, in the future, it, d- it does get a, a title, title shot. shot. Yes, we didn't mention that. That's valid. Yeah. So, I don't think... You know, any of these guys that beat Omega throughout these blocks... Technically, he could lose everything in block B and have... Nine title shots. Plus that, the winner, so ten. Right, ten. Yeah. I mean, technically... Not going to happen, no. but technically... Omega's going to win a lot of matches. He's going to finish second in Block B. Mm-hmm. He's not going to win it. No, he'll I finish second. Yeah, what happens if the champion wins it? Then the champion gets to pick his opponent. That's cool. Yeah. Has that ever happened? Uh, I think it no, has. No, there hasn't been a whole shit ton of I think it's happened like yet, once or twice. That's a really neat stipulation. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, because this will be Wrestle Kingdom 13. Okay. Yeah, yeah he's going to win. Um, he's going to lose twice. Or not lose twice. He's going to finish second. He's going to finish Two. second. I don't who do you think's going to win? Because I do. I know. Who, I think Ibushi's going to win. I do, too. I think we're going to see, and like then, you said, mm-hmm. at here, it's going to be a no no fall, no... Right. No win, no contest, whatever. Something. No contest. Thank you. That's where yeah. I'm looking for contest. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. I'm sorry, buds. Yeah. Um, and I do think these are all 30-minute time limits, too. So it could be a time limit draw also. I'd be fine with that. I like time limit draws. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite <clears throat> things about New Japan wrestling is the fact that they have time limit yeah. draws. It's yeah. what made that Omega Okada match so fucking dope mm-hmm. is that it went to that, time yeah. because Omega couldn't hit the one wing angle. Exactly. Fantastic. Um, yeah, uh, I, yeah think I think he does too. Yeah, so we get Obushi Omega or Obushi Okada. 
Which will be a fucking hell of a match. Yeah, and Abushi will still event. win that. Yeah, and then Abushi oh, the wins climax, that. Right, that'll be the main event of the <clears throat> right. climax. Abushi and then we wins get... that, and then at Wrestle Kingdom, we'll get Abushi and Omega mm-hmm. in the main event. Exactly. The Golden Lovers battling for the they start their breakup. Championship. They start their breakup at All In. Mm-hmm. Which is right after yeah. uh, oh, so the G1. Good. Yeah. This is going to be The awesome. Golden Lovers imploded. This is going to be All awesome. In. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm stoked. Mm-hmm. Um, it should be fun. And again, as we said last week or two weeks ago, that every match will have English commentary. So yes. I think that was uh, last week. But it 999 yen. You can go to NewJapan1972.com and get yes. there thing if you want to watch it it is worth it it's, it's, i went back and watched some old stuff i watched yeah. some old vader last week i didn't talk about that earlier nice. but i did go watch invader in japan i watched uh, him and anoki have a match together which nice. was phenomenal dude yeah, i ran out of time but it I was so to. good and then i also have watched like i went back and watched aj and nakamura from new japan and different things like that yeah um some old jericho shit because they got yeah. shit going back to like the 60s or whatever. oh yeah yeah, I've browsed through it. I haven't got to watch it. I haven't went back super far, but I've watched yeah. some stuff here and there. I still yes. watch the network more because it's nostalgia on top of right. wrestling. Yeah. Um, so are right. we going into our top 100? Yeah. All right, well, this week is number 93, Buds. And as you remember, number 93 is Magnum TA. Magnum TA. And if you're new listeners out there, just so you know, we go through every week. We have a top 100 list that we got from Bleacher Report in Absolutely. 2012. At uh, 2011, yeah, 2012, whatever. And uh, we're going through in reverse order, watching matches each and reviewing the wrestler, teaching each other about the match, and uh, contemplating their place on this list. Absolutely. So, this week, uh, we do go, well, every week we go chronologically, and Daryl, you are first. Yeah. Um... So my match is from October the 15th, 1983, Mid-South Wrestling. The first thing that just really struck me about this is this is the year I was born. Yes. And I don't know why, but that just, it stuck with me through the match. Okay. We saw Magnum TA challenging Hacksaw Butch Reed for the Mid-South North American Championship. Some pretty fun stuff here. Nice. Uh, Butch Reed actually challenged Magnum TA for the match. However, Butch was the heel. How often okay. do heels challenge faces for championship matches? Yeah. It's yeah. back then more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why they never mentioned it, but Junkyard Dog's the referee of this match. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it's a very slow, boring match at the beginning for the first five, four or five minutes. Like mm-hmm. It doesn't go super, super long, but enough that you're just thinking, like, why did I pick this match? And Junkyard Dog goes down. He gets knocked down. And Butch Reed goes to the top rope. And Junkyard Dog's kind of coming to and sees him up there. And is like telling him, Dalton. And the announcers tell us that that's a, that's a disqualification if you jump off the top rope. You can't do moves off the top rope in mid-south. It's just stupid, but whatever. That's right. Um, that's stupid. That is stupid. And then when he did jump off the top rope, the announcers kept saying he came off the top. And they would never say he jumped off or leaped. It was he came off the top every time. And they said it a lot. Because instead of disqualifying him, the junkyard dog jumped on top of Magnum so that Butch Reed hit junkyard dog instead of Magnum, which ultimately allowed Magnum TA to get the win. Nice. 
suplex. With a belly-to-belly suplex to win the North America Championship. It was a decent look, a belly-to-belly suplex. Nice. Um, what did you think? So, I was, I mean, it's 1983, and as, as I understand, this is early in Magnum TA's career. Mm. I don't even see the potential everybody talked about in 1983. Yeah. He had a good look. I will give him that. He mm-hmm. did have a good look. Not what he became. He became an even better look later mm-hmm. on in his career. Yeah. But for being a young guy, he had a good look. He wasn't very crisp. He was Butch Reed out-wrestled him by far. Like, Butch Reed wasn't that great a performer at this point either, or mm-hmm. maybe they just didn't have a good match. It wasn't very... It was maybe 12 minutes total. Yeah. Um, I just... I don't know. If this is only this match, and I don't know a mm-hmm. lot of Magnum TA stuff, right. I don't see the superstar in this guy that everybody talked about from this match that I watched in 1983. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's my final takeaway from Magnum TA. Now, as far as where he falls on the list, I don't even know, honestly. He's not the worst I've seen. He's not Lex yeah. Luger bad. He's not Rick Steiner bad. Right. Um, but he's obviously not the best either. Yeah. He probably falls right around Eddie Gilbert's level. I would say. Okay. Wherever he ends up being when we shake this out after we yeah. get through the first 20, he's going to be right around Eddie Gilbert's level. Okay. Uh, but Eddie Gilbert was number 100. But we moved but we him, moved him, we moved him down or up. Yeah, yeah. because Luger Definitely. was worse. Rick was worse. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought he was. He didn't deserve to be 100 on this list. I can tell you that. Right. Uh, Magnum TA would be just under him on the list. Uh, yeah. So, like for example, Magnum TA is you know would be a hundred, and Eddie would be ninety nine. For yeah. example, I think that's where I'd place him. So okay. uh, that's all I've got about my Magnum TA match. What what do you have for yours, VJ? Um. Okay. So mine was from September thirteenth, nineteen eighty six. Mm-hmm. It is a two out of three falls match. Okay. Between Nikita Koloff. And Magnum TA right. uh, for the United States Championship. That's fun. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um, so first thing I know is Tony Schiavone uh, was the ring announcer, mm-hmm. and then as soon as he got out of the ring, being the ring announcer, he went over to the commentary table, and he was the commentary guy. Double duty. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikita is, as usual, accompanied to the ring by Ivan Koloff. So Not that's an important there, thing right? to remember. <clears throat> Um, Not surprised by that either. Right. Uh, it started out the match. Um, two lockups, slow start. Uh, I think they each got the advantage in one, okay. and it was just, yeah. Um, and then uh, Magnum TA, he pretty much dominated the first fall. It wasn't long, though. It was maybe three minutes, maybe for the first fall. Okay. Um, and he did a Bailey cool. to belly mm-hmm. for the win. So belly to belly suplex. That must have been his finisher. And I don't know. It was, and it wasn't that good. Like Bailey's, Bailey's is better. Yeah, Bailey's is better. Um, so yeah. Uh, this also had the 30 second rest period. Okay. So this is the third different time frame we've seen. Rest in, periods, yeah. Because so, we've seen 30 seconds, a minute, and two minutes yeah. now. This is um, neat. Yeah. I'm liking the rest periods. and I do, too. I kind of wish that WWE did them just a minute or something. Do a 60 second, especially like when they were doing the uh, uh, Samus and Cesaro stuff, when yeah. they were doing theirs. Yeah. Even though they never were conclusive, it still would have right. been cool. It would have been. It would have been fitting for theirs, too. It would have been, yes. Um, so after the 30 second rest period, Magnum TA goes like, directly for Nikita's legs. Um, Probably smart. And then, yeah. 
like right as that thirty seconds ended, he was after him, nice. and then but Nikita finally takes advantage. Um, it was on the clock. He he threw a hell of a punch to Tio's throat though, like one of those oh. like Undertaker came okay like that fast fucking yeah. yeah bam so good right um, in the throat yeah uh, and then they went back into or then they went into their first sleeper hold of the evening. Um, Magnum TA does that typical like kind of hulking up and then the mm-hmm. uh, elbows to the gut to get out um, right again for the first time tonight um, and then Nikita does a huge clothesline on Magnum TA then gets him back up does an Irish whip into a like clothesline from hell basically mm-hmm. and Nikita Koloff gets the third fall or second fall okay so we're all tied up going in the all three, tied up, 30 right. second rest period. Yeah. Which happens 99% of two out of three fall matches. But yeah. Right. Um, then the third fall, um, it just got worse. Uh, Magnum TA tried to do a cross body and it just was horrible on both people. Okay. Like just really bad. He got maybe at a 30 degree angle, didn't even get at a 90 degree wow. angle like he should have been. Right. Uh, Nikita just kind of got hit and then fell. Oh, if that makes sense, yeah. yeah, it was just it was rough. That's um, and then they did that thing where you would run off the ropes and they just collided. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. I like those. Um, I like when the wrestlers do that. Yeah, the That's ref goes fun. for uh, te- the ten count. Yeah, uh, coming oh. down. And then um, guess what? Nikita uh, Koloff takes advantage. And puts Magnum TA in a sleeper hold for the second time tonight. What? And for the second time tonight, Magnum TA starts to hulk up a little bit. And elbows, and elbows out, of it? out of it. Wow, um, I can't believe he was able to do that twice in the I same know. night. Uh, Magnum TA is a beast. And then he gets out of it, and he gets grabbed right again, and gets back into the sleeper hold for the third time tonight. That's ridiculous, dude. What? And Magnum TA gets up again. Hawks and up then, and elbows again? Yeah. And then, For a third time? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. And then uh, Nikita does it. Right. And then Nikita does a pun, uh, couple punches, takes him down. Nikita Koloff climbed up to the second rope, which was dope because he's huge and I'd never seen him climb right. ropes before. Yeah, that's not uh, an but everyday. It was just a double axe handle. but Still, um, climbed up the ropes. And he missed it. Magnum TA does the mini clothesline into the stomach type thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, then Nikita does an Irish whip, and then for the second botch of the night, Magnum TA like they were running off the ropes, and he went to try to lift Nikita up and do a Samoan drop, like that quick yeah. move to yeah. grab him up, and just failed horribly. Barely got him over his neck. Like the drop was from maybe I don't know eight inches. Like it was nothing. It right. was horrible. Um, then. See, Nikita took control again, started choking Magnum TA in the corner, um, and then he went to, he ran, or whipped him into the other corner, went to run after him and do the clothesline in the corner, mm-hmm. and TA moves, misses, um, TA goes to the top, double X handle, misses it, then he goes for a backslide, and... Gets the pin, but he's like right on the ropes, and this okay. was pretty shitty too because he was right on the ropes, 
and the referee was under the ropes and under Nikita's feet the whole time, but he still counted the three, and then he saw the feet and was like, oh, no, no. And then this is where uh, Magnum T.A. got pissed, went out, grabbed the belt, hit Nikita with it, got disqualified, and then he just left with the belt. Oh, okay. Right. Fair enough, then. Because he's like, fuck it, no, I won, fuck you. I'm taking the belt, peace out, um, yeah. and gone. So... My thoughts on it, yeah, it was not that good. I, I agree with you. I don't see it. Like, he was sloppy in the ring. And you said yours was in 87? 86. So three that's years tor- later. And that's towards the end. Didn't yeah. he run in an 88, yeah. I think? He had the look. Yeah, he but, did. He looked good. But he just looked sloppy, and there was nothing. Like, they were, there was just way too many rest holds. And, I mean, I get it's one of those slower-paced 80s matches, and it's sometimes hard to compare to what we get these days. But there's way better examples. And for them to only be going 20 minutes and it to be this slow paced. Right. I just, yeah, I, I, agree. I agree. I totally agree with you. And that's sad. I was looking forward to this one a lot. Because I, was too. I really, really thought. And I mean, maybe we got some bad matches, but like the crowd reaction in line was huge. Yeah. Like they loved Magnum TA and they hated Nikita he was, and Ivan Cole. He was getting positive responses, but I wouldn't um, say he was over yet in 83. Yeah. So, um, my ranking wise, yeah. uh, you know, last week we talked about Owen Hart. Owen Hart definitely jumps him. Yep. Uh, Abdullah Bo- the Butcher definitely jumps him. Lex Luger does not. Right. Ricky Morton probably does. Yeah. That's probably where I put him on the list. Okay. And then, yeah. So, I mean, as we said, uh, here in a few months, we'll do, once we get through the first 20. We'll do a recap of where ours are. Mm -hmm. We'll re-rank them and, you know. Um, Yeah, we'll start by giving you you buds a recap of what the top 20 were per the list. And then going through what ours are per our re-rankings individually. Right. So, So, yeah. So, anything else you want to talk about this episode, BJ? I think that's about it. All right. Uh, Well, we're going to, I guess, wrap it up a little bit early then, buds. Uh, Send us some feedback, you know, on Twitter or whatnot. Send us a whatever. Send us a Twitter, Twitter. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Uh, Tell tell your cousins. Tell your cousins, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncle. The show's been, the show's approved for everybody and everything except for Wooly Manless. So, have at it. Uh Actually, I think we were pretty good this week. There wasn't as much cussing, so this one might be a little yeah. bit better for kids. Um, past couple weeks. We've... I mean, I guess it depends on what age your kids are. Right. They're like 17. Well, yeah. Probably Fuck it, but yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, follow us on Twitter at BuzzWW. Mm-hmm. The, the Gmail at www.buzzww. Yeah. And until next time, uh, we will catch you Buds then. That's BJ over there. That's Daryl over there. Peace out, Buds. This is a sound check. Sound check. The first sound check of the night. Looks like a third. Whatever. Third. One, two, three. I don't know. Wrestling is based on counting to five three. I'm <laughs> just saying. This was a sound check, though. I actually need five, but...